0: fix yourself. Why don't you go fix yourself? Here's a headline. How about go fix, fix yourself? Go fix yourself. Go fix yourself. Episode 14, baby. Here Fourteen. we go. Do we have an agenda for today?
1: Yeah, I mean, in my head. I've yeah. shared it with you. <laughs> but I have an agenda.
0: <laughs> I have something I do want to say. Because it. it has been a minute since we've seen each other, technically. And I've said this before. Of course, last week was the week, uh, technically that the podcast aired. That I went to Hawaii right mm-hmm. before. Yep, yep. Now it is after Hawaii, uh, and so I've I've learned a few things.
1: Oh, have it's you? It's been already?
0: some time. Yeah, I've learned a few things. Um, I'd like to share those. But let's start with your agenda. Like what, what? What? What's in the head of yours? There's so much. Oh, it's so. Please dark. do tell us. I had a
1: weird conversation about horror movies the other day with somebody.
0: Interesting. Mm, I
1: do like that. You know, it was it's like a group of people, and only one of them was interested in horror movies. Right, and so the other people, the way they look at you when you tell people that you watch horror movies, just kind of for fun. Yeah, you know, they're like Is something wrong with you. Yeah, oh, I've got. I was that like, what,
0: Like, do you watch? You know, Game you of know, Thrones. You know what's funny? You're saying this right now, but it does tie into what I want to say later. Kind okay, of good. This is kind of that's kind of cool that we didn't even talk about this, but yeah, it's kind of cool.
1: But I'm just like, it's one of those things where I'm like, are you a Game of Thrones fan? And people love Game of Thrones. I'm like, well, do you love like fantasy stuff? That's all fake (laughs) and blah blah blah. Like, I don't. I'm like, oh, you like that form of entertainment? Sure, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take it, do whatever you want. But do the same for other people if they like something different. Yeah. So we just had that conversation. What else is going on? Like we've talked about before, I've been just pounding the clubhouse. Yeah, just straight pounding.
0: Give me a little, because I mean, we we tried our first clubhouse live the other day, and thank you for people that showed up. I think there was just
1: it was just like my real clubhouse (laughs) as I used to have as a kid.
0: It was no one was there. I was I was gonna go the opposite way and be like, (laughs) man, at least there was three thousand people. Yeah. Oh, clearly that wasn't true. So Clubhouse, for
1: those that don't know, um, mainly if you're in Alaska, you probably don't know what it probably is, not, yeah, is not like an online chat room that's just the audio and what you can do is you have speakers that mm-hmm. people are the main moderators and you guys can have conversations in there or you can go in there and just listen Yeah. and you can listen to conversations between people you normally wouldn't have access to. Celebrities. Like, celebrities, whatever. Yeah, entrepreneurs. Yep, everybody. Yep. And then you can go find rooms that are having discussions about literally anything. I've seen um, shoot your shot where you go in there. And if you're invited on stage to speak in the the clubhouse, they to want to shoot you, your shot. You get to, this is kind of weird. It kind of felt a oh, little no. human trafficking oh, to me. Uh, you get to where go are you going? Uh, everywhere. Are you, going um, with this? You, you get to look through all the people listening and pick out a girl or guy that you find attractive, and they will bring them up on stage two, And you get to shoot your shot, at like oh. almost like a love connection.
0: It's <laughs> so weird. It was man. weird.
1: And I listened to a few and I was like, man, this is like, just.
0: Because it's only audio. There's right, just no... audio,
1: and you have your picture there for your profile. There's, yeah, there's, but
0: that's n- it. There's no visual, like no video technically. It's not like Zoom. You're not zooming. Right, right. It's zooming with just a picture. Yeah, of your
1: face or whatever. So
0: it's funny. My my clubhouse picture is Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, it's just, but I saw Brad Pitt
1: on there, so yeah. I know it's not you. <laughs> but let me just give you a quick two second your, thing about your this. best
0: buds with Brad.
1: Yeah, we we've been in rooms together. That's your new podcast with Brad Pitt, best <laughs> <Yeah>. buds. <laughs> me and Brad. <laughs> uh, so one of these shoot your shots. The guy is like, "Oh, I think this girl looks fine. Bring her up." Oh, So I know creepy. it's like so it feels cringy. slimy. So this girl comes up. And he's like, yo, I'm 19. And she goes, well, this better be good because I'm 27.
0: <laughs> and
1: he goes, I dropped out of high school when I was 15. Oh, and I started my own business. you got me. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, this You've is got just me hooked. not the way to start. I don't think nothing wrong no. with dropping out of high school, but that's just usually not what yeah. I would lead with. No,
0: no. I, I, I don't know what I would lead with. I would have been like, okay, well, we're good. You're 27, I'm better. 19. All right, see ya. <laughs> uh, yeah, so how are you digging in? How are you using the yeah, I think it's... Real quick. Real I, quick. I I think it's
1: going to be pretty interesting. It's going to change, obviously. Yeah.
0: Um, and
1: I look forward to it, but it's a little stagnant, in my opinion. Even in the rooms that I've been in, it's a lot of the same people. Yeah. Um, so it's got to grow. But I will say, I was a part of the largest room in Clubhouse history. Look at you. With Joe Rogan's first time on the
0: app. Look at you. Look at where I'm going. (laughs) I wasn't invited on stage. Hi, Mom. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) Look at us. Hey, Joe. You and me, baby. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's cool. I mean, yeah, because the rooms were maxed out at 6,500 people, right? Oh, wow. So he gets on there with Dylan... uh, Tim... Whatever is, I forget the guy, the comedian's name that he's always on there with. Okay. Um, and a few other people came in, but then they had to, they had a founder of the app in the room oh, and brought yeah. him up on stage. And like, he was like, hey, I'm Joe Rogan. Why don't I have my own name? Somebody took it. And he's like, I think I know somebody that can help you with that. So, um, and then the room went to 7,000 people. So, like, oh my- live action, the clubhouse team was probably having to increase the rooms yeah. because then it got to 7,500.
0: Then it went oh, to 8,000 wow. and... You know, that shows the power of Joe, Joe Rogan. God dang. Yeah. Like, that guy has uh, unlimited power right now. It's crazy. Yeah. But... Uh, so that's Clubhouse in a, yeah, in it's a interesting. And I big think, old nutshell. You know, I mean, even though our first Clubhouse... Because, you know... It was what, a private Clubhouse. What we're trying to think about is, is like it could be a potentially a live podcast where not only are we talking just like we are right now... But we have other people, you know, because you can... That's where you have the guests. Yeah, cause... the guests can like raise their hand and we can bring them up on stage technically, right? Yeah, or you can just... And then we could have a conversation with a third party. So it's a live thing. It will never be recorded. It will, Well, who knows? We don't know. In the but, future, yeah. but like right now, you could don't record it. It doesn't live anywhere. It's just like a live conversation. So that's kind of, I think... It could be really cool. It could for be because us
1: You could be do. having a conversation on there, right? And you're like, "Man, um, Kyle, I've been having this weird uh, headache on the back left part of my head lately. I don't know what it's from."
0: Yeah, Doctor Kyle. You could have you, a doctor. Can you tell me, Doctor Kyle? Can you not tell me,
1: but you could have a, a doctor actually raise their hand and yeah. be like, "Hey, actually, what you're suffering, you know?" And or that's a very vague idea, but I'm just yeah. saying you could have experts listening in the crowd that'd be like, "Hey, uh, you know." You're actually wrong about this or right about this,
0: yeah. And you see that give you that would be something that would be really cool to get to. I think that's. I mean, we'll try it out. We'll keep playing around with it. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then it, I go toe to toe with the doctors because <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what I learned at my school. <laughs> yeah, clearly, Doctor Kyle. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I think Clubhouse could be fun. Yeah. If 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 more people get I involved, encourage people
1: to at least try it. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Molly about, do you remember that app, H- HQ Trivia? That was so yes. hot.
0: It was very, very
1: hot. So hot.
0: Because it was like you won money or something. Right.
1: But like you had to be in like answer 10 questions, right? Yeah. But it was whatever. like you had to be on the app at the time. At the time. And if, as soon as you answered wrong, uh, you're done. And yeah. you had like a couple like save. But I was like, that was like the hottest app in the yeah. world. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, never heard of it again. Yeah. It just went away. And then I checked it. It's still a little thing. Huh. I mean, I'm sure people are still doing it. Yeah, but it's just weird how, like, I was thinking about that. It's trends, man. It's trends. Clubhouse might be hot for like a month and then maybe people will stop talking about it. I mean,
0: or whatever. Honestly, in my head, I think this Clubhouse ad is like almost like Twitter or Instagram, but it's all audio, right? Yeah. So it's just different. It's just hitting less bots. Yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know. I think down the road, there could potentially be more ads. There could be. Potentially, yeah, it'll, more It'll it'll morph into spam, something. yeah. And so it's like right now it's clean, it's it's simple, it's, well, it's minimal. Not even,
1: you don't even have Android on there yet, so you literally have like yeah. half the world. Well, I don't know how many people have Android, but a large percentage of people, not About even ten the, people,
0: ten <laughs> people, <laughs> ten people,
1: yeah. Uh, that Lex Friedman, that's always on the Joe Rogan he got Joe Rogan podcast. He got an iPhone strictly to, to get Clubhouse, well, to be on Clubhouse and stuff like that, because oh, he's such a big android guy
0: huh. so a anyways a, a that's weird. enough about clubhouse
1: no one, yeah. no one cares about tell us what it. you
0: th- think uh, on social media or yeah. if you you want an invite we've got a bunch of invites i have so many because you have to you have to have an invite to get into the app right now right i think so right now yeah so if you need an invite hit me up or kyle up i have five so we can at least help nine people so that would, yeah but you have to promise to be yeah. in our clubhouse groups yep you have to so and you have to listen the whole time Yep. And if you leave, <laughs> oh man, we're revoking access. you yourself
1: done. Oh, uh, we are. You're, I'm gonna contact Joe Rogan <laughs> in one of our rooms and I'm gonna tell
0: him to kick you out. <laughs> Joe, is me, Dr. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, so. good. Why yeah. don't you
1: uh tell me a little bit about Hawaii? Hawaii was oh, man. Uh, uh,
0: I'm like we've mentioned before, <sighs> you just got back, yeah. I'm getting ready to go. Yes, it, it was you know, I think. I think vacations are a huge part of my process now I'm realizing because it's like, that was such a, it was like one of my first vacations where I was like, please clients work, do not contact me. Like, I do not want to bring work with me. Um, I don't want to do work. I had a few things lined up. I wanted to do personal stuff and that was great, man. Mm -hmm. I had a very relaxing time. Basically we went like our, the best day, which was like almost every day. It was like, we'd wake up slow. But it was slow it was like also like seven thirty in the morning because you're right. waking up way early there. And that was awesome because days felt longer. Well it's eight thirty here, right? Yeah. Yeah. But pool, beach, fancy dinner. And that was like almost every day. Pool, and uh beach,
1: fancy dinner.
0: But and I also got a lot of downtime to think about the future. And that's like part of the reason why I wanted to I wanna talk about is like some some of the things that I, I've learned. Um, you know, Alicia helped me. I still feel like sometimes I have a uh a pool to likes and comments oh. and it's like making art for that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's been learning how to be a life coach. And so basically one day we were just in the pool and she's like, let me help you coach. Like, let me coach you on something. Let me practice. And so I was like, well, you know, here's something that I've been struggling with because I do feel a pool. I want to start getting back on the, like, you know, the creation train. Right. And, and yeah. start creating stuff for social media. Um, well, not just for social media, but for myself. Sure. Right. And, uh, put it on social media. And so anyway, she, she helped kind of coach me and talked me through like, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, why, why do you feel like you need to do it for the likes and why do you feel like you need to do it for the views or whatever? And so basically it got to the point where like, we probably talked for like an hour, an hour and a half. And she kind of helped me be like, you know, get to that point where it's like, I don't give a fuck. Like I, I truly like just want to start creating for myself, and so that's a really good place to be. And then from there, I started building on top and came up with some ideas. And it was kind of nice because it was like the only thing that's really been barring me from like creating was that whole like I hated the whole likes and comments. And that you uh, know, and it's funny because I still come back to that idea you had several podcasts ago, where it's like it's a social media, but there's no likes, there's no comments, like. There's no, like, numbers. There's no social aspect to it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's just media. I, I think that's kind of the beautiful, the, a, a beautiful thing because, like, we do get caught up in that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she helped me get rid of that. So, you know, it's just, like, a lot of uh, reflection, a lot of uh, working through stuff. I journaled a lot while I was there, just what our days looked like, but also um, what I want the future to be, what ideas I had. Started working on some um, short films. Mm-hmm. Filmed a short film, right? Right. Um, sort of, and also wrote a, a, a short film. Part of it, uh, like a script that's been in my head for months, and so it's just a lot of downtime, right? A lot of good time. Um, you know, actually, I'll just go one step further, and I don't want to talk too much, but about this is like I was working on a screenplay, a short film, and it was this idea was really, really big, right? And it's just like I've had this idea in my head for months and then i just came to the conclusion i was like can i work on this immediately when i get home no because like to do it right it would have to be big i want actors i want you know lights mm, i want a crew yeah. i want locations it just wouldn't work out just like i wouldn't be able to come back off the plane get right to it and so i was like all right let's stop on that for a second and so we went to the beach and i came up with this idea that was like literally like It just popped in my head like I can do this now. I can literally start shooting the shots here in Maui, but then finish it when I get to Alaska. I here's a story in my head, and it's like I don't need anybody. Like Alicia helped me with some shots while we were there because you know I'm in it, right? And so she needed to like help. I didn't have a tripod or anything, so she helped get some shots. But um, you know I was like, that's what I can do right now, and I think that was also really beneficial because I'm like I got excited about that, and from that. Got something else, you know, another idea, another idea, another idea. And that's what I missed about being creative is because, like, it wasn't like the ideas that I was coming up with weren't for social media, weren't for likes, weren't for comments, weren't for video views. It was like, this is the stuff that I've been wanting to create and I'm finally doing it.
1: Right. Yeah. I think there's, I don't know, I share what you're your thinking because that's i mean we're both well, struggle with that pretty me, often
0: i mean it, i mean and correct me if i'm wrong but like i wanted to be an influencer when i first got on like started vlogging yeah and like that was my whole thing i was like i want to get paid to post on social media which sure hey you know what if that's what you want to do great i mean and still to a point yeah i would love to you know get paid per post or get paid to travel and all that stuff of course it looks fancy and stuff. It looks, it looks fun. But it for me, it was very easy to get because like I started focusing on, oh, my likes aren't there. like What if a brand sees this and is like, it's not going to be good. I need to get this up. And it's like, that's where I started to get sucked in because I just kept spiraling, 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 yeah. spiraling down. And then focusing more on the likes and the followers and the subscribers where that was giving me the worth that I needed, right? Or that I thought I needed. And... Technically, all I needed was the work that I give myself. Oh God, <laughs> hey. I understand it, but that's you know, it. yeah, you get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I think, the, I think my shift with the social media aspect, because I mean, I struggle with the likes and the views yeah. and all that. stuff I think stuff everybody too. does. Everybody does. Um, is that I look at a lot of people that are that have done what I thought I wanted to do, and yeah. I'm like. That doesn't actually look that great.
0: Well, you, you, it's, it's the thing about social media is like you see what they want you to see, right? And that's well, another but, thing. Yes. That's another part of social media that I've fallen into is like I've shown only what I want you to see. And I still find myself like, like even last night I was like on the guitar at, at Alicia's house and I was singing a stupid song. And she's like on Instagram stories. And I was like, don't post that. And yeah, then, like, I messed up. Ten minutes, ten minutes later, I was like, "Why not post that?" Like, that was so stupid of me to like tell her not to do that because I was more afraid of like, what? Like, oh, Stephen's going to say something. Someone's, yeah, and it's like that is the wrong way that I want to feel towards social media. Yeah, like, because especially right now, there's a big push towards
1: authenticity and being yes. like. So many people are just yeah you know in tune with the like oh yeah you're an influencer stuff right so you only show the highlight reels but it's like I know. the people that are showing their flaws and like hey you know what yep i suck at this and this that's
0: is- and i think that's where i want to get to is uh, being okay with it because i've gotten to that point where i'm like i want to show only the good of my life yeah and it's like there are some bad things you know Tons. like <laughs> i i uh can't think of anything right now i'm just no i'm just kidding like there are tons um i'm really gonna have to do some digging but i'll probably
1: (laughs) find one thing (laughs) that i'm not really good
0: at (laughs) um you know but i think uh that having that time and that space on vacation you know like i I, we've gone on little staycations here but Mm -hmm. like being outside of your element outside of like what you know Mm -hmm. your comfort zone and being put into like this completely new scene you know um that really helped me and then to also have the time to work on like rewiring my brain towards social media and all that stuff but also you know and this kind of segues into what i wanted to talk about was um i downloaded skillshare while i was there again Mm. and for those that don't know skillshare is a app or web app that people from all over the world can make these video courses and it can teach you anything from uh, design to videos to filmmaking to YouTube, coding. YouTube with structure. Yes. Essentially. Um, you can find anything on there. It's, about it's it. just a lot of courses. And uh, there's a lot of like phenomenal people that have, you know, made their life a living. Like what what they're passionate about a living, right? Designer that I really look up to. Right. He does Skillshare classes. Um, Youtuber that I really enjoy. They're watching their videos. He did a Skillshare class, so I watched a bunch of those and um, downloaded a bunch of them for the plane ride home because it's mm-hmm. you know six hour plane ride. I was like, I want to learn. I want to do you know. And so downloaded a bunch of them about making short films, cinematography, all that stuff. But it really bothered me that I couldn't work on it at the same time they were working on right. it. Um, and a lot of it was storytelling too. Like I'm really trying to dive in deep storytelling but one that i really really loved and i took notes and actually i have my journal right Right, here right there yeah um because i took notes in this and um it was the i honestly couldn't tell you who the guys are um i could probably post it in the show notes but the uh the class was uh, be happier or something like that Mm -hmm. like get happier how to be happier in your life and which is like Weird because I'm like, I'm a pretty happy person. Yeah, I've, I've been in those dark places. On the outside. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but yeah. like there are some times where, of course, you get caught up in your emotions. And, um, and so I was like, you know what? It's, it's, a, it's a class about stoicism, mm-hmm. right? And so I was like, yeah, I'll download this class so I can watch it on the plane. Ended up watching the whole thing. It was like almost like two hours long. And what they did is they gave five principles to living a better and happier life. Right. So basically, these principles they've gained from, excuse me, um, Stoics from ancient Greece or wherever uh, Marcus Aurelius um, and then others I can't pronounce. But you know, Stoicism is a Epictetus. Seneca. Yes, yeah. Oh, look at yeah, you! It's all a look at you! Yeah. Oh, do you do that for memory or is
1: it? No, I. That's what uh, you're looking at. No, I just know some of them because I've read a little bit about yeah. it, but. They had some. They had some really cool names back then. Yeah, they did. If I could go back
0: and rename that, that's going to come back. You know, it's yeah. like you, you. say like you know everybody's starting to name their kids like this or that. Their great-grandmother's yeah. names. Yeah. I'm going to go Eleanor. back. Eleanor. I'm going to go back to Epictetus. Hey, meet
1: little Epictetus. <laughs> He's a cutie.
0: Oh, and his little uh, brother Aurelius. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cool. Actually, that's actually kind of exactly. cool. Kind of badass. Aura. Yeah. Yeah, like mm. um and so anyways, I thought it'd be kind of cool to share those five principles that they shared with me on the videos. Um and I'll do it for free on the Go Fix Yourself podcast. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll see if anybody finds value in stoicism. I think so. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's funny too. Like so you were saying like there are some there are some similarities that I'm already seeing in our lives yep. that we do practice stoicism I and mean, we I didn't even know that it was like A part of this, so let me go through this quick, and we won't make it like too long. Um, So the first principle was called the dichotomy of control. So basically, it's like coming to a situation, and say you your first emotion is stress. You're supposed to ask yourself two questions, and these two questions are: What is in my control, and what is out of my control? Mm -hmm. Right? I found myself doing in the last few days, like my computer was running really slow. I was on a time crunch. Is this in my control? not really, my computer's kind of slow, Is out of my control, what can I do? I can't do anything, let it go. You could have upgraded your computer beforehand. I could, have, I could go buy a new Boom computer. Boom roasted, okay, number two. <laughs> um, now, this is the one that I, I've seen, uh, especially in your life, you talked about this on the podcast, is premeditating adversity. And basically what it is, is waking up and being okay with the negative that's going to come your way right um so like say just for example just that day um you know there was a quote they talked about where this guy is like i will have i will come into negative situations today i will have people that make fun of me today or some, you know stuff like that he was like didn't know it was actually going to happen but he was preparing his brain so when it did happen he had it under control sure um you do this so you we talked about this a while ago it's like you know you've Having a kid, you thought about the bad things All and prepared them. your your head for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like they actually use that as an example in the the course was like, uh, you know, think about your kid dying, and that helps you. And it sounds really dark and and horrible, but that helps you to foster gratitude towards the relationships that you have now and right. to enjoy the moment now, and because you know what could possibly come. To in the future right and so it's like they also said like we are at the tail end of all of our relationships the last like one percent knowing this helps us appreciate it more so if you think about like they, they give this as an example it's your parents mm-hmm. right so you moved out of your parents house you went to college and for me it's like I see my parents once twice you know if I'm lucky a year and you know it's like I'm on the if you think about it it's like I'm on the last tail end of that right It's like, if that continues, I'm only going to see them once or twice a year for who knows how long um, to enjoy those times more and to not get mad at my parents for not figuring out the new iPhone or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, okay, we'll just work it out and we'll figure it out. Um, So I I like that, right? So the third one, too, is voluntary discomfort, right? So this is like taking yourself out of your comfort zone and mentally putting yourself in um, or physically or physically putting yourself in a, a position that you don't want to be in. And I actually, it's funny, you know, going to the gym, I was writing this down. Like, what are some things that I do? Um, horror movies. So this goes back to what you were talking about in the beginning. It's, you know, cause horror movies, they they make you feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. They make you get out of your, and like, I'm like, well, I wonder if that's like a form of voluntary discomfort of like, we are getting we, we are too comfortable in our lives. We need to get out of that, right? And so we need to get uncomfortable. Like I don't know. I mean I've,
1: i I thought about that when you said that and I'm like, well, that's kind of a form of entertainment. Yeah. So it's like, why would you watch a sad movie or drama? Yeah. It's not really you want to just see different I think what they were referring to especially well, is I, just
0: they they didn't say horror movies. Well, no, 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 I, I don't know, I but like yeah, discomfort
1: so. means making yourself do something that no part of you wants to do. Yeah. We want to watch horror movies.
0: Yes. Because we enjoy that point. Sometimes yes. I don't. Yeah. But Sometimes you know, I just watch it because I'm like, I don't want to be a pussy. <laughs> well that too, yeah. But I think the whole idea of
1: discomfort or or yeah. Whatever they're thinking is something that we've become so comfortable. Like, for instance, drinking coffee every day, caffeine, yeah. or waking up late, or yep. yeah. or working yeah, I mean, out. yes,
0: that is like the the things the general they things talking, talking that you about everyone want to do. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like um, there's there's so many you can do, but it's like every once in a while that helps you appreciate what you do have, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, get out of your comfort zone is what they're saying, and they actually talked about yes theory, which is a uh, YouTube channel that I've talked about on here before and their motto is seek discomfort. Right. right, Because it is. That's the only way to grow. Yes. Right. Um, and so that's what they're saying. Voluntary discomfort. Um, the last two was this this one, a view from above. Um, basically, if you're in a situation, say you're in a fight, you're supposed to get out of your body mentally and go to the corner. In a fist fight? Because <laughs> no. that's not the right time to do that. <laughs> no. no. Hold no. on. Let
1: me get out of my head real quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's worked really- yeah. wonders uh no like a fight with like a loved one or a significant okay. other or some that's how i say it. see it and um it's like to go into the corner the ceiling corner like and just look down at what's happening right so in your head just be like uh like you're a fly on the wall basically and then they even say to go farther than that and like zoom out even more to um You know, looking at the house or the building that you're in, and then zoom out even more and look at the earth, right? And it's like your problems are so small. I could just picture this too.
1: Steven, (laughs) Steven, (laughs) Steven, Steven, are you even listening to what I'm saying right now? We're fighting. Sorry, I've been up in space picturing this conversation so that's what I picture uh, just like you totally thinking
0: about oh, I'm a fly so on the wall it's like uh, Wayne's world <laughs> 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 <Yeah, laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> Stephen are you even listening to me <laughs> oh what <laughs> so you may want to pick that strategy yeah. a, little,
0: a little more carefully. I mean you know I get the point I get the, the sentiment point. that
1: your problems like you need to get outside your body yes in terms of to see yes. the big picture of what you're doing
0: yeah basically it's like like, you know, are your problems going to be uh, this? Like, are, are they going to matter in five minutes, five hours, five days, five weeks? Like, basically, mm-hmm. by the time you get to five days, you're like, this isn't going to matter. Right. So, sure. it's basically just getting you out of your head and being like, is this a big thing? Should I make this a big thing? Right. I know
1: the, the, uh, they were so good at, like, well, I don't know the language then. I mean, I know this was a modern right. class. This but is the, like those guys, the Roman, like, way they they wrote down sentences i mean essentially for the lack of a better term they didn't have see the big picture they were Mm. like oh get outside yourself and then do picture and it's very i mean you connect with that very well but we just say look at the big scheme of things yeah you know
0: exactly yep exactly and the last one um is journaling
1: Mm.
0: which uh i started to do more and more because of this and so basically they said like sit down in the morning and write three pages don't know what's on them just literally the first thing you do in the morning with your morning coffee like write down three pages and they said like if you're having trouble figuring out what to write here's the prompt is like start with today's going to be an awesome day because dot 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 and then start writing from there right and this basically just helps you document your life but also like seeing stuff on paper like i've I've realized this like seeing stuff on paper right now is like all right, yeah, I can do that today. You know what I mean? Sure. Like whatever you want to have been wanting to do or scheduling out stuff or so on and so forth. So those were the stoicism principles that I learned. And now you're stoic. And now now I am. Memento mori, let's (laughs) uh, prepare to die because I'm good. Yeah. No, I just think it's some good principles. I don't think I'll use all of them, but I think it's a lot of good principles to use. I have been like seeing myself, you know, like I said, use the dichotomy of control like is this in my control or is this out of my control and if it's out of my control like there's no need to stress over it there's no need to feel worry or anxious about it it's like let it go drop it you know
1: yeah you realize real quickly that um people no matter how successful or unsuccessful they are rich or poor face these same kind of like struggles as you do yeah and it's so easy to think that people that are more successful than you are richer than you probably don't have the same problems as yeah. you. You're like, they've probably never had to think about this or, yep. or deal with it, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. There's such a separation between like what I think I deal with and like, for example, Joe Rogan. We we're yeah. just talking about him. But like he probably deals with the same stuff. And when we were kind of mentioning stoicism, I... I grabbed a book off the shelf and it's a guide to the good life is what it's called. It's a book I bought like 10 years ago and it's about stoicism and I read parts of it and I just happened to, before I got over here, flip through one section and it brought up number two and it says, uh, negative visualization. Interesting. And so it talks about what you need to do is... So wait, wait, what you're saying here is that you're visualizing? Visualizing negative stuff. (laughs) Like right now, I'm visualizing punching. No, but uh, yes, essentially. I'm so
0: proud right now. I'm so glad. Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't say I'm going to do it. I just said I have. Okay, continue. Sorry. Um, but it just talks about um, an example of two fathers mm-hmm. with a daughter. And one father, you know, kisses his daughter on the forehead and imagines in a dark way that his baby could die tomorrow. No, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee. Like yeah. something could, car crash, whatever. Things have happened through history that have taken people's lives. Oh. The other dad assumes that his child, he will die before she's old and this child will live to be an old person as well. Right. And so it talks about the dad that appreciates his daughter and appreciates every day will live and and basically be mindful of that kid and appreciate the days that they have together for yeah. the next, could be a day or could be 60 years, whatever. Yeah. Whereas the other dad may be like, I have my daughter for the rest of my life. So, you know, she wants to play right now. We'll do it tomorrow or blah, 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 blah. And so it just talks about there is almost a rush to appreciate the times you have with people um, when you think that negative stuff Mm. or your wife leaving you or your car breaking down. Like whatever normal stressors in your life, if you just imagine them happening, if that does happen you've already just thought about it it's okay you're like yeah. okay now i have to solve this problem versus if it never happens you feel almost a a gratefulness that you don't have to face that
0: yes yeah so it's it, just weird you know it is weird
1: because it's like it's it's take it's a dark thing to talk about right oh, i imagine everybody dying <laughs> i mean like you <laughs> constantly like i'm just like
0: I wonder if he'll get like <laughs> beat to death you just, by, like, you just think about like yeah. constantly yeah. like oh it didn't uh, happen today oh shoot <laughs> oh, i wonder oh yeah. here's another way he could possibly <laughs> yeah. die yep fall down the stairs and i don't know um no i think it's like a really dark thing it, to think about just because it's like but like why is it dark you because know? i don't think, like why is it I don't considered think, why I don't do not consider death dark as I, as I say i don't think people because it you don't know what's going to happen. But that's fine. After death. I, I mean, there's I so much ambiguity. ambiguity they
1: like talk what, about darkness after, like, not being able to. So maybe that's where it comes. But, like, yeah. the, it's such a negative thing, even though but
0: it's the only thing we all do. I also think it's, um, like, ingrained in us from a little age that, like, we should um, not focus on the negative. Yeah. Right? We should always be grateful for where we are Thanksgiving, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so when it's, like, That's rewiring our brains to think negatively almost, you know, to appreciate where we are. So it's really like think about the negative to have an outcome of a positive. But I think that's different than what we've been told. So I think that's why it's weird and it's like maybe dark because it's like, oh, you want to think about me dying? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Like this is why I build my
1: whole life around Brendan Fraser's best movie, The Mummy. Uh, Which one?
0: One or two? One. Yeah. And that death is Definitely only the best. beginning.
1: So <laughs> that's basically the motto
0: I've lived my life by uh, depth. Yeah. Emote. I need to watch the movie. Dude. Again. I saw that when I saw that in theater, that movie creeped me out. You know, honestly, that movie, even the second one, still hold up. I can't remember the third one. Third so. one
1: with um that's the one with the dragon pharaoh. I tell you. Honestly. It was like could, the Asian Yes. It was like uh, was Jet Li or Jet something. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where it kind of went well, there was it. a Scorpion King, there was all those with yeah. the rock. Yeah, that one.
0: But one and two.
1: Yeah. Those yeah, were one good. and two were really good. Yeah, yeah. One,
0: yeah. I mean it's just like uh it's I very do hard love to go it. into the third and fourth. Hey so. Benny. Yeah looks like you're on the wrong side, side of the <laughs> river. <laughs> <I can't laughs> believe. We should have said that to Benny, like Oh <laughs> man. But that yeah. was a good, yeah. Good movie. Great movie. Um Yeah, so I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of goodness to take away from the in the stoicism way of life um oh that that reminds me of the the second thing i was going to say just oh. because i brought up joe rogan but they talked
1: about uh hedonic adaptation
0: what is that so I'm about to learn hed- something hedonistic things
1: are basically like doing whatever you want to make you happy kind of yeah. thing right mm-hmm. um uh well hedonistic retreats are Oh, I've you can look at those. Yeah. Up. yeah right. Anyway, so it's hedonic adaptation, and it's essentially saying that no matter what your situation in life, you will almost grow um, bored of it. Yeah. If you are in the wrong mindsets. for instance, they used uh, lottery winners. People that win the lottery will be happy for a period of time, but at some point, they will return to their kind of same thing where they might take it take for granted their Ferrari and their mansion yeah. and then become unhappy again. Just like people always assume that money will solve all their problems, but they usually fall back into the same unhappiness okay. yeah. as they... And so it it just talks about that money and and possessions, hedonistic things that we try to acquire, mm-hmm. you know, sex with everybody these things will not always make <laughs> you happy. Saying, no, I'm saying humans. <laughs> Molly! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I have something to tell you. Uh, but it's just saying Joe said. It, Joe Rogan. Uh, no, no, no. Stoics. Say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like, it, it's so simple because a lot of people think that, you know, owning possessions and becoming more powerful is what makes you happier. Mm. But the Stoics were very much into, yep. no matter how much money or whatever, yeah to have very little possessions yep. because you don't want to be held down by those.
0: It's all about, um, virtues. Yeah. You know, in, in your life. And also it's about your brain. Like that's the stoicisms are about. They weren't about material possessions. Yeah, well, uh, that's true. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of, they were really rich. Yeah. It was just I, not about that. They didn't, they didn't care. Uh, and I think that's really good thing. I mean, like I look at like some guys I look up to like Matt Diavella on mm-hmm. YouTube, right? Uh, he's a minimalist Um and he, he's done those documentaries on Netflix and stuff like that. And while I'm not going to go to the extreme that some minimalists do minimalists for those, I don't know. It's like basically like you only live with what you need. Right. Yeah. Minimal. Do you, need, minimal do you need a table and chair? No, I just need, need a chair. Three sets of silverware. Yeah. No, you didn't need one. Exactly. Like, do you need, yeah, blah, blah, like, blah. Do you need t- two plates? No, one plate. Like, do I need, um, like a full wardrobe? No. It's do like, I need two arms? No. I'm going to
1: get one. <laughs> sure. I'm
0: going to have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because there is an extreme. I do see uh, like something that would like, because I think even with like gear or, you know, what I have, like I moved, right. you know, just a few months ago into this place and it's like, oh man, I have a lot of stuff. And like I, I sold a lot of stuff and I gave away the goodwill like six garbage full garbage bags of clothes and stuff like that. Right. I still have a lot of stuff. And so I do see the um like the positivity, like the positive things coming outside of like, you know, getting rid of all your stuff because it's like, you know, that goes back to the Marie Kondo. I don't know if you know her. Oh, I um, know her. Yeah, I was going to say most people with girls or, you know, in their lives know. Uh, Marie Kondo is like the Netflix lady and she goes to houses and she's like pick up a T-shirt and ask yourself, does this spark joy? And if it doesn't, throw it away. Yeah, And so that makes you feel more, you know, happy about the things that you surround yourself with. So I don't know, there's like good and bad. um, And I think, but we do tend to hold on to things more to buy more. I need this lens. I need this camera. I need these. Well,
1: all because of marketing yes marketing teaches us that we need stuff to make us happy and and buying stuff makes us feel good and Mm -hmm. prime day and black fridays and all these things that are consumed so that you can get what you want and that's why we have them every year is because they don't make us happy yeah Yeah. (laughs) why don't we
0: just do it once and just get everything you need (laughs) yeah It's a, I don't know, it's, it's, it's It's a vicious cycle. I know, but it's also like, you know, now that we know, like I'm, I've been thinking about these principles that I've learned and, um, this stuff for the last few days, like week or whatever. And, um, I don't know, it feels kind of like, all right, like let's start to make some changes. You know what I mean? Like, and it kind of feels good. Like, it's just kind of like, and I think that's the beauty of like vacation. You can come back and kind of hit the restart button sure, and, uh. And that's what I am gonna do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I am gonna just gonna sit on the beach in my speedo with my Stoic book. Yeah, I am gonna fall asleep with. Are it you on gonna my bring, chest? And I am gonna get a what, nice. Are you gonna mind. bring a Stoic
0: Stoicism book?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a golf book that I want to read, and I got a Stoic book I want to read. Interesting. And the, I always have this envision, uh, this vision of me on vacation, just sitting on the beach reading. Yep. Even though that just never has happened, hardly in oh, my really? life. No, like. It's just always something gets in the way of that, whether, you know, like well, kids wanting to play in, like, the yeah, castle okay, And it's like, yeah. I just want to sit here and read. And I it's mean, like, it never I, actually happens. Yeah,
0: see, I definitely, so Alicia is, like, huge on reading. Like, she almost read, like, a whole book while we were down there. And I read... So I'm going to read a book in a, a day, Alicia. I read a, I read a lot. Like, I, I brought this very thick book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, mm-hmm. Joseph Campbell. It's, like, um, about the hero's journey, and it's, right. you know, it like a lot, it's been, you know, Star Wars, George Lucas was inspired by this book. So it, it got me excited about it. Definitely a lot of his like philosophy and psychology and dreams, like what they mean. And it's crazy. He was talking about um, this old ritual. They would be like, and this is kind of a little, little crazy, but the, you know, the tribe would be like, you need to get your foreskin cut off. Or the snake is gonna get you. It wants to get, it really? wants to get foreskins. And so basically, <laughs> they, they, it's this little kid. They're like literally scaring this little kid that a snake, the big snake, is gonna come and take a bite of his wing. It's weird. Serious. This is a real thing. And um, you know, they made this whole ritual about it. Like the kid would always go cry to the moms. The moms would be like, "Oh, poor baby," and like that was like every time. And then they would do like a, kind of the a ritual. At the, at the night and basically, you know, and what was th- the point of this? That the, the that that's it, the, and what? so <laughs> no, that's all I wanted to say. No, I'm just kidding. This guy, um, recent in recent years, you know this this book was written in like the 90s, and so around 80s 90s, this guy had a dream that he was attacked in the Crotchal area by a giant snake, and so basically they kind of like found out that it's like. That has passed down. That scared. That like, you know, that fear of a giant snake has passed down from generation to generation. Oh, sure, generation, generation, to snakes. Generation. snakes are scary. It just kind of blew my mind as far as like, well, I mean, like, but a, a specific big giant snake that lived in a cave that attacked his crotchal area, yeah. like, th- that's kind of like this book was saying is like, there's more to our dreams than meets the eye, and like, let's get into the mythological, the f- philosophical, the sci- psychological, like, ways that. You know, our hero, us, goes on a dream or goes on a journey through dreams and, and right. stories. and. But to me, that makes sense because what are we all scared of? Spiders,
1: snakes, yeah. tigers, everything that we've been scared of for yeah. tens of thousands of years. What is one thing that we all consider sacred on ourselves? Our privates. Yeah. You never want anything to happen. You don't want to get hit there. You don't want to get kicked there. You'd never want to get stabbed or shot or hit. Oh, bit.
0: absolutely. Not. But,
1: you know, it's like, that's Is what that you Is that one of hold- the
0: ways you visualize me? <laughs> for sure. Like a
1: big old snake. Every Monday. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, that's that makes sense to me because, I mean, I'm scared of that. And yeah, I, I've never experienced I, I, that. I
0: just thought that was interesting, like, how a fear from... Years and years ago, oh. have has like to down to this guy. Yeah, and they, you know, he brought it to the doctor, and they, you know, figured it out. Like, this is a fear that's been passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. and like, you had no idea that was in your brain. Listen, doc, I'm scared of a, a big old snake biting my little snake. You know, biting my little snake. Yeah. Anyway, I just yeah. So the book was really good, but a lot of it started going over my head. Yeah, So, that I, was, uh, so yeah. I started writing while I was on the beach. Um, after enough foreskin talk you're like you know what i'm <laughs> gonna start writing i'm not a doctor this is not in i'm not into this stuff yeah uh no i mean it was good i still was reading but like i enjoyed more just like whipping out my phone and just like thinking of stories mm-hmm. you know that was really fun to do um and then you know taking a break and jumping in the ocean and coming right back and so on and so forth so yeah it was good i'm glad yeah. to be back though and then you wrote your story about strangling a snake with your
1: foreskin <laughs> i had a dream yeah talk about revenge
0: <laughs> gotcha bitch yeah that's my new story <laughs> let me see the script why do you write it's it it's very short so Wait, what are we talking about here what's very short <laughs> everything so okay well that was an interesting yeah. chat of all mm. sorts, I like the stoicism things.
1: Yeah, it's I. I there's definitely a lot.
0: Like there's it. a lot more to stoicism. That's just like the icing on the cake that I'm starting to learn. You sure. Know? Well, I think maybe we can introduce a little challenge
1: that we were discussing. Ooh, yeah a, yeah. a challenge. I actually almost forgot about this. Oh Jesus! I know. I can't believe myself. Maybe you should journal that. <laughs> Okay, so Stephen and I have been wanting to introduce some more challenges yeah. to yeah. each other mainly, and if you are a listener and you feel like joining us on these little journeys, they could be fun, we could yeah. share with each other. Maybe we'll have a clubhouse challenge oh, session where people bad, come yeah. in and tell us about their challenges yeah. and how they've overcome them or how they miserably failed and they let the snake get their foreskin. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Um, so... Uh the challenge we both discussed being interested in stoicism is the journaling aspect. Yeah. And it's <laughs> something that I suck at. I hate writing down mm. anything in my head that I'm like... Why? I just like... Like you don't like to document or... Not, like I don't like to be like, "Like, what are you thankful for? Well, freaking I already know what I'm thankful for. Okay, well, I got to write that down. Oh, like I'm just one of these people that like... Stretch.
0: See, this is yeah, going to be fun for me. I love journaling. I
1: in, I'm not saying I don't see the benefit to it, but I just mm-hmm. always... And I could be mistaken. I always feel like it's a waste of time for me. Like, I'm constantly thinking about what I'm thankful for okay. and like what my challenges are. I just don't have it written down. Yeah. And so maybe this will help clarify some stuff for me. But
0: yeah,
1: right now I'm like not looking forward to this challenge because yeah. I'm like I don't wanna- I'm going
0: to say at least a like you know they, they the principle was three pages a day. I'm going to say at least one page, just one page. Yeah, Like, we don't need to go crazy and be like, you need to write three pages every day. It's like one page, uh, it can be anything. It can be what you're thinking. It can right. be what happened that day or the day before. Or I do like the idea of having a prompt almost. And we can almost yeah. like maybe like next time is like, hey, what have you been journaling? Let's read. You know, today is going to be good or today is going to be great because... Because, yeah. Dot, dot, dot.
1: I got one from Target and I think it was actually called The Morning... Not miracle, after. but there's like, yeah, morning after pill. <laughs> I've been taking those as vitamins lately. <laughs> <laughs> like little Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, there's, you can get them at Target or other places that yeah. are kind of like a prompt morning journal. And yeah. I have one that I, uh, that's where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this one. And it kind of starts you off with like list three things that you're thankful for in your life. Yeah. Um, today is going to be, a, like you're saying, a good day because I'm going to do this. Or, yeah. And then a summary at the end or whatever. Yeah. But I think those are good to kind of get yeah. the juices. I think this
0: will be a challenge for me because in the morning. I, I want to start doing it in the morning. I'm usually yeah. like one in the afternoon or at night before I go to bed. And so I want to start doing it in the morning, yeah. right? Sit down, have my cup of coffee, write. Um, And I do like the idea of like writing what I want the day to look like. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, like being like, all right, did I succeed in yesterday's yeah. journal entry? Like, no, why not? How do we fix that for today? You know? So I like that aspect of it. So yeah, I'm excited, you know? And I don't know if this needs to be like every like one week challenge or something like that. We'll just do it for a while and see how it goes. Yeah, and then we'll update next time and then we'll continue. And if it's like something we're feeling, we'll keep going and add on more challenges and how are you doing with this? I do see like, where's the ending?
1: Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? I mean? We don't
0: want to have 47 challenges. Yeah, it's like no,
1: I'm definitely failing at 46 of them. So I haven't been able to run my 10 miles, do my <laughs> 300 push ups, journal for four hours, and eat vegan while <laughs> meditating for two hours. I failed. You
0: failed? That's crazy, yeah. man. I had no idea you would.
1: So, uh, no, I think that's good. And I think. Um, Like I said, we want to put this out there to some of the listeners, see if you guys are interested in doing this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And like you can always find us on Instagram, go fix yourself podcast, find us on Clubhouse, find us on all of the social medias and reach out to us. We're very responsive, unless. Oh, no, we are. Unless what? You know, and. Both of us have been taking a break from Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't don't contact me on I wouldn't go that route because I honestly have not missed it one
0: one beat. Yeah. Instagram, I definitely have put back on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But that's the only one. So so I have Instagram, TikTok, and Clubhouse technically right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But yeah, Twitter left off and Facebook. I mean, I felt bad. Like someone was like, I tagged you on something. I was like, I I didn't see it. What was it? Tag somebody else. (laughs) Okay. Freaking loser. (laughs) I was just like, I'm not on Facebook right now. Yeah. So because also... i I did go on there last week and it was just like here are all your notifications and it was like like, john posted on bill's facebook post that you might be interested i'm like i don't care about that crap like i only
1: care about the stuff that pertains to me yeah all of my stuff that was a a post you might like and i'm like hey what (laughs) zuckerberg you're wrong because i don't care (laughs) i don't like that yeah that is you're way off yeah Yep. So anyways, thanks for tuning in for yeah. another episode. We are going to wrap this up and we will see you guys. Got- May no snakes bite your foreskin. <laughs> May you not dream <laughs> about that. So, uh, see ya. <laughs> <and> bye. <laughs> Thank you for checking out another episode of Go Fix Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go
0: check us out on all streaming platforms. Mm. Tell a friend, Mm. leave a review. Mm. And Steven, where else can they find us? I would love them to go check out patreon.com slash gofixyourselfpodcast. Now, Patreon is a platform for just a couple of bucks. You can help support your favorite creators and get early access to episodes from this podcast. And as always, go Go fix fix yourself.